From Upstate Medical University, I'm Amber Smith. This is HealthLink on Air. Moms giving birth at Upstate University Hospital's Family Birth Center now have the option of using nitrous oxide to help control labor pain. With me today to talk about this is Lori Fagley, a labor and delivery nurse manager from the community campus. Thanks for being here. Thank you, Amber. So how does this work? What is nitrous oxide? So nitrous oxide is a safe, non-invasive method. It's a gas that can help with pain relief, and it also helps to decrease anxiety of moms who are in labor. Um, It doesn't necessarily take the pain away, um, but it does give this sense of euphoria and relaxation to our moms, so they're able to concentrate through their contractions, kind of stay with it, and be alert. It's uh, laughing gas? It's laughing gas. The same thing that some dentists? um... Similar to what the dentist's office uses, except the concentration is a 50-50 mix, so it's less nitrous. Um, What you typically see in an office setting for a dental procedure is a 70-30 mix, so it's more nitrous oxide. Oh, okay. So it doesn't put you to sleep, it just... Will not put you to sleep. may make you kind of not care about the pain, (laughs) kind of disassociate from the pain. Okay. All right. So it's um, being a gas, does it come through a mask over your nose and mouth or how does... Yeah. So how mom will use this when she's in the hospital is it's connected to um, a rolling cart and there's a gas um, cylinder cylinder that has the nitrous and then there's also a cylinder that has the oxygen. It's preset to deliver a 50-50 mix and mom inhales this through tubing and mask that are attached to this unit. So she inhales through it and exhales through it. And the reason why she exhales through it as well is that so that that nitrous doesn't go in the air and does not get breathed in by healthcare providers or support people who might be with mom while she's in labor. Oh, good point. So it's cleaned out of the air in a sense through a scavenging system. And um, is it is it a mask that uh, has like a strap to your face or how does? No strap. We don't want moms. being strapped to that mask. It's something that mom is going to hold to her face, start inhaling probably about 30 seconds before the contraction really starts. And she'll use that mask, hold it to her own face. No one else can hold it but her. And then when the contraction is done, she pulls the mask away. So um, she's kind of in control of that and delivering that nitrous when she feels like she needs it. She didn't want to use it throughout the entire contraction. She could stop. Um, But as soon as she breathes out or exhales, that all gets scavenged through the, the system. Well, that's neat, though, that she will sort of be in tune with, I mean, she knows what her body's feeling, and so she knows when she needs this. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. It gives them a sense of control over their labor and how they can control that that pain or that anxiety through labor. Um, how does nitrous oxide compare with epidural? And epidural, let's, just, let's define how that is done. What are epidurals? So an epidural is an invasive procedure. And basically, mom's getting an injection into her, you know, back with a needle. Um, And the epidural really um, has some confining things that'll keep mom in bed because she's not going to be able to get up and walk. Um, And then there's a time where it needs to wear off after her delivery. Because it makes you numb. Yes, it makes you numb so that you don't feel the pain. So an epidural, in a sense, takes the pain away where nitrous is kind of a, a low intervention and it's out of the system very, very quickly. Within five minutes, it's out of mom's system. Now, if I remember correctly, with epidurals, there's a certain window for when you can have them given. Um, yes. Yep. And so with epidurals, if mom comes in and she's too far along, she may not be a candidate to 
to get that epidural. Um, with nitrous, it can be started as early as when mom comes in, even if she's not in active labor. If she has anxiety, she could certainly use that, and she can use it all the way up until she gives birth. Okay. Um, if mom feels that nitrous isn't taking the edge off enough and she's not getting adequate pain control for what she wants, she can certainly opt to have another uh, medication via IV or still get an epidural if she's within that window. So okay. it doesn't prohibit moms from using other alternatives if they decide it's just not doing it for them. So they might come in and try it and, and see. And yep, we've had moms come in and they may use it for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, or they might use it for six hours and then they either deliver or they may opt to get something like Stadol or an epidural. Um, does it wear off faster than an epidural? Because... Yeah, within five minutes, it's out of mom's system. Works very quickly. The onset is extremely quick, and within five minutes, it's out of mom's system. And as soon as the baby takes a breath, it's out of out of the baby's system. Okay. Let's talk about side effects. Are there side effects with, well, for both, for um, epidurals and with the nitrous oxide? Or what are the side effects? Yeah, nitrous oxide is nice in that. Okay, yes, moms can get a little bit of uh, nausea, dizziness, um, even vomiting. Um, lightheadedness, um, but that again wears off very, very quickly. So mom, you know, gives it a couple minutes and that side effect, any of those side effects probably are going to be gone. Nausea, vomiting may last a little bit, but we can give moms um, antiemetics that would help with that. Okay. Um, and obviously if mom is using this, we're with mom for the first 15 minutes to monitor for those side effects. Um, we don't leave the room. And if mom opts that it's too much, don't wanna, didn't want to deal with the nausea, she could stop and say, I'm, I'm done. Um, and the epidurals, again, they just have, you know, side effects of immobilizing moms, keeping them in bed, um, whereas moms with the nitrous, they can get up and walk around. Okay. So, what about safety? Is this... Uh, it's the... very safe. It's actually been used in Europe for a very, very long time in other countries for, for childbirth, um, and it was used in this country a little bit, and I, you know, because of our medicine and the technology changing and advancing, I think that's probably why we've gotten away from it a little bit. But now moms really do want more control and they want a sense of, you know, having a say-so in what their labor looks like. And I saw the American College of Nurse Midwives has said that it's a safe and a reasonable yes, method. for absolutely. Okay. Um, this is Upstate's HealthLink on Air. I'm your host, Amber Smith, talking with Upstate Labor and Delivery Nurse Manager, Lori Fegley. Um, so what sort of mom does nitrous oxide appeal to? So it would appeal to moms who really want to come in and have a natural childbirth. They really want low intervention. They may have had previous experiences with healthcare where it causes anxiety in terms of treatments like with needles and whatnot. So those moms that really want to keep it as natural as possible and don't want side effects that linger a long time after the birth that really want to be awake and, you know, there in that moment with the baby when the baby's born. So it does appeal to those moms. If somebody really wants to come in and they, they want to know nothing <laughs> and they just want absolutely no pain, it may not be an alternative for Might them that they would choose. Now, are there any um, moms for whom nitrous oxide is not an option? Yes, we do prohibit um, if they have a known vitamin B deficiency. Um, and just because of the action of the nitrous, we would not want to give it to those moms. Um, other contraindications, if they had a pneumothorax or they had some problems with breathing, we would not we would not give those moms nitrous. Um, what about if they're uh, having twins or preemies? If they're in we don't preemature. do it before 35 weeks. Okay. So if somebody came so in and be... preterm, true preterm labor, we would not use it for those moms. Um, the twins, they could come in and deliver twins, and that would not be a contraindication at all for them. 
But again, it's just if um, breathing problems, pneumothorax or yeah. So if they have like that. yeah, because it's a gas and gas expands when it's in the body. If they had any problems with that, we would not give up. Okay. So why is this being offered now? Because it's not a new technology, or it's not new, right? No, it's not new. I, I think with the advent of all the advancements with technology, we've had other options being offered to moms. But I think moms are kind of going back to the basics and really wanting more control over their labor experience. And many moms, just because they want to breastfeed or have other goals for their labor and their delivery, they want natural. So a lot of moms are, are going back. And we're learning you know, from other countries like Europe that have been using it for a very, very long time. So there's some women that are including this. Is our birth plan still in yes, being they used? Are. So? Yes, yep. We ask mom when they come in what their plan is. And if we can abide by their plan and it's safe for mom and baby, then we try and um, you know, give them their experience that they're looking for and what they come in for. Besides nitrous oxide and epidurals, um, are there moms that are doing anything else to help mitigate the pain of labor these days? So moms will still take Lamaze classes or childbirthing classes. And depending on the mom, I think it really is up to mom and what she's looking for. If they want natural, they could take Lamaze classes, and that helps them with all those breathing exercises. And while it does not take the pain away, it certainly can help them focus and get through that really, you know, tenuous part of labor. So it really depends on what mom is looking for. It's her birth. It's her experience. And we want it to be what she wants it to be. All right. Well, um, I wanted to have you tell us about the space at the Family Birth Center on the community campus, because I think some people in the community may not be aware that Upstate offers maternity care now. Um, So what's it like up there? So we have a beautiful space. Our labor and delivery area is private rooms, and all those private rooms have jacuzzi tubs. Mom can labor in there, not deliver, but she can certainly labor in there. And some women love the feeling and that um, weightlessness of the water. Um, and that helps them get through some of the labor. Um, so that's a beautiful space and has been for quite some time. We're undergoing renovations right now for our postpartum side of our, our uh, family birth center. And right now we're getting ready the end of this month to move into our very first part of our new space, which will give us 12 private rooms or suites that allow for mom to have a private bathroom and shower. And it also has a very nice space for families within the actual suite that mom would stay in while she's recovering. Um, Pull out sofas for dad or support person that's staying with mom. Beautiful family lounge if they want to have dinner with their family and not be in their room. Um, And then eventually we'll open up the entire space, but that's not slotted until very late in the summer next year. Um, And that will yield a total of 21 private suites on the postpartum side. Yes, and a brand new nursery. I was going to ask about the nursery now. Are the Do the babies stay with the mom, or are they in the nursery, or is it both? Babies stay with their mom. We encourage that, and there are tons of benefits for that. Mom gets to know what the baby's feeding cues are. They get to learn learn about each other and can get into some kind of a routine before they get home, and it just really helps with breastfeeding if that's a goal for mom, um, and it's really better for mom and baby to stay together. So those days of the nursery have kind of gone away, and we call it couplet care or rooming in. Couplet care. Okay. Couplet care. Um, now, I know uh, obstetrician gynecologists are there. Um, some people have their private physician that help deliver at community. But you also make use of a lot of the midwives, right? Yes, we do. We have midwives and we have laborists. Um, and then we have a few private physician groups that deliver with us. So the laborist is kind of a new concept where mom comes in and she's probably never met that person that's going to help her deliver the baby. 
Um, so they come in, but it's kind of a new concept out there, and it really does work very well, and it gives private practices a bit of a breather, especially if they have a really busy private practice. So they would, if they weren't able to come in for that delivery, we would be able to deliver the baby without them being there, or it'd be a nurse midwife. And certainly nurses. Ab- um. Absolutely, yes. Um, the nursing care um, at the community campus of Upstate, I think, is a little bit unique. Um, I think our ratios are much better. We're able to really give that one-on-one care to mom during her labor and really give her the focus and attention that her and her baby need. Interesting. Okay. And so a nurse stays with the mom um, from the time she comes in until she delivers? If that's what mom wants, yep. Um, Otherwise, they're right there and readily available. Um, We have nurse midwives um, on call all the time, so they're available. We have anesthesia that's there 24-7, and then we have a laborist that's there 24-7 as well as a nurse practitioner. So we have all those resources available at at the ready. Okay, neat. Well, I appreciate you talking about the nitrous oxide. I think, um, you know, there's been some coverage of this being offered in the community, and it's, it's nice to be able to get the word out about it. Um, so thank you. My guest has been Upstate Labor and Delivery Nurse Manager Lori Fagley. I'm Amber Smith for Upstate's podcast and talk show, HealthLink on Air.